then to move on to the next point that Imam al-Barbahari brings point number 9 and the numbering here and the translation is point number 11 here point number 9 in this version that the author rahimahullah said وَأَلَمْ رَحِمَكَ أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ فِي السُنَّةِ قِيَاهِ وَلَا تُضْرَبُ لَهَا الْأَمْثَالِ وَلَا تُتَّبَعُ فِيهَا الْأَهْوَالِ بَلْ هُوَ تَفْدِيقُ بِآثَارِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم بلا كيف ولا شرح ولا يقال لما ولا كيف and know may Allah have mercy upon you that there is no making analogies with regard to the sunnah nor reasoning with examples and desires are not to be followed regarding it rather it is just a case of affirming the narration from Allah's Messenger without asking how or explaining it away and without saying why is that or how can that be Sheikh Fawzan said in his explanation What is meant by the Sunnah here, in the saying of Imam al-Bahari, that there is no qiyas, there is no analogy in the Sunnah. What is meant by the Sunnah here, Shaykh al-Fazan said, what is meant by the Sunnah here is the aqeedah, creed and belief. There is no making analogy in matter of creed and belief. Because this book, is on the topic of Aqeedah and the Aqeedah, the correct creed is the Sunnah and that and this book is called Shafra Sunnah an explanation of the Sunnah I mean an explanation of the correct creed but here Imam al-Barbahari he calls his book Shafra Sunnah an explanation of the Sunnah meaning what he, the book is about is Aqeedah creed and belief so that shows as the Shafra Sunnah said what is meant here by the word the Sunnah, there's no analogy in the Sunnah, meaning there's no analogy in the Aqeedah, the creed and belief. He said, Shaykh said, it is called Sunnah because the Sunnah is the path, the correct path. Then he said, and the Aqeedah, the creed and belief, is Tawqifiyah, is dependent upon text. <coughs> no scope for intellect, no scope for people's opinion. Aqeedah, there has to be text. Oh, he said uh, the aqidah, the creed and belief is dependent upon being upon text there is no scope at all for adding anything to it it hinges upon it hinges upon what occurs from Allah and from his messenger and whatever is contrary to what came from Allah and his messenger then it is batil it is false and futile and it is dalal, it is misguided. <coughs> so this is the meaning of the saying of the scholars that aqeedah is tawqifiyah aqeedah depends upon text analogy does, analogy does not enter into it because qiyas, analogy can only be in issues of fiqh they are where analogy, qiyas, can enter and they are the rulings of what is halal, what is lawful and what is haram, what is forbidden as for the matters of aqeedah 
then there is no analogy in them. In nothing in Aqidah we say we, we, have, we believe this, we can based on a text, there's some other, other attribute here, we make an analogy with that. No, no such thing in Aqidah. No analogy in Aqidah. As for matters of Aqidah, the Sheikh said, then there is no analogy in them. Rather, it is just taslim, submission, and inqiyad, compliance, to that which came from Allah and His Messenger, without any interference. Then, before continuing the Sheikh of Al-Zan's explanation, just on this point of qiyad in this matter here, again, Sheikh Salih ibn Sa'd al-Suhaymi, he said, here to further clarify this point about analogy in this matter, he said, what is meant by qiyas, analogy, is that which texts, texts are rejected on account of. That is prohibited in the sunnah. If someone brings an analogy, there's a text, clear text saying something, someone brings an analogy, so no, no, we analogize this with that, and we reject the text based on analogy. So that this is prohibited in the sunnah. Indeed, it is prohibited in all of the Islamic rulings, I mean doing this, bringing an analogy, or this ruling that somebody established in the sunnah, so we bring an analogy and refuting that point that's established in the sunnah. The Shaykh said this is, this is forbidden, prohibited in all the rulings of the Sharia, doing this, analogy in this manner. Then he said, as for the analogy which is well known with the people of Usul, people of fundamentals of fiqh, and it is, and he gives the definition of analogy, qiyas, it is joining a text, of a, de- a detail, a text which we don't well it is joining a matter for which we do not have a text joining it to a matter which we do have a text for based upon a ruling in that matter built upon a reason that is common to both of them when there is no text to be found. But to quickly, uh, without making it less, uh, less, cla- less clear, meaning that there's a matter where there's a, there's a text, there's a matter, there's a clear text about that matter. And the reason for it's being, for example, something forbidden, and the reason it's forbidden is something clear. It's forbidden because of such reason that's found in it. Then we have something else that we don't know the ruling for. But the reason the same reason is found. The reason this is forbidden is found in the second matter as well. That we don't know the so the scholars and the scholars, they say, right, we can make an analogy. The first thing there is clearly something forbidden, and it's got this matter this reason present there. The second matter we don't know the ruling for it, but the reason is, is in that as well. So we make an analogy, say this matter is like that matter, because it's common reason. So just as that is forbidden by text, then this second matter here is forbidden by analogy on that matter which we have a text for. So the Sheikh just gives a definition of that. He said, as for this matter here, analogy in this way, then this is a matter which is acted upon and is something which the Salaf stated. <coughs> However, it is only resorted to when there is a dire need. It's not something that happens all the time. Only resorted to when there is a dire need to do this. So it is a supplementary principle and it is not a fundamental principle. In the fundamental principle of the Book of Allah, the Sunnah of the Prophet and Ijma, consensus. They are fundamental principles which are agreed upon. As for Qiyas, then it is a supplementary principle which is only resorted to when there is a dying need. 
first three, they're, they're, they're clear proofs whenever. But this is only when there's a dying need. The Sheikh said, it is resorted to just in the same way that dead meat is resorted to. In the case of dying need, most person can eat from dead meat. It is just like eating dead meat. When a text is not present, we, we've got a matter of question and we can't find a text. Or the text, text cannot be understood. Or so on and so forth. Then in that case, analogy can be resorted to. And it is particular to rulings of the legislation, the detailed rulings of legislation. But as for the sunnah in general, then there is no analogy, no qiyas in the sunnah. Because it is either a text from the book of Allah or from the way of the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa In the general, generality of the sunnah, first and foremost from that being the aqidah, there is no analogy, no looking analogy in that matter. So in this matter is like that and no, no such thing. Rather in the details of fiqh, where there is no, no text to be found. That is, much of, that is the scope for Qiyas analogy. With regard to Sheikh Fawzan, Allah's explanation, he continues, he said, his saying, وَلَا تُتَّبَعُوا فِيهَا الْأَهْوَاءِ Having already said, that there is no making analogies with regard to the Sunnah. And he said, nor any reasoning with examples. Now he said, وَلَا تُتَّبَعُوا فِيهَا الْأَهْوَاءِ and desires are not to be followed regarding it. With regard to the sunnah, desires are not to be followed. Sheikh Razan said, meaning, it is not to be said concerning the aqidah, creed and belief, whatever agrees to your desires can be accepted. And whatever goes against your desires, you should reject it. Some people say, what, what do you feel about this matter here? Do you, do you, you, know, do you, you feel this is, this is correct, this matter of belief? Do you feel it? Does it feel right to you or something? Or does it feel wrong to you? The like of that. Sheikh Razan said, no, this cannot be said. This is wrong. Do not say about matter of aqidah. Whatever complies with your desires, then that's it, you accept it. Whatever goes against you, what you feel, what your desires, you reject it. As is the way of the people of misguidance. And therefore, they were called Ahlul Ahwa. People of misguidance, the people of innovations are given the title by the scholars. Ahlul Ahwa. Literally, the people of desires. People of innovation and innovation, what they're called by the scholars is Ahlul Ahwa. The people of desires. Shaykh Fadan said, He the Most High said, وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ اِتَّبَعَ هَوَاهُ بِغَيْرِ هُدًا مِنَ اللَّهِ Surah Al-Qasas, the 28th Surah, Ayah 50 with the explanation so, so if they do not respond to you addressed to the Prophet referring to the Prophet if those people do not respond to you then know that they are just following their desires and who is more astray than one who follows his desires without guidance from Allah. Shaykh Razan said, commenting upon this ayah, so whoever does not submit to the aqidah, the creed and belief, that is established in the book and the sunnah, then he is just following his desires. And therefore, the people of innovation in aqidah, creed and belief, are called Ahlul Ahwal the people of desire those that won't submit to the creed and belief found in the book and the sunnah 
they're doing, they're just following their desires. And however they, whatever they say, the excuses they make themselves, they're just following their desires. And the chef, as the chef said, that's why they're called the people of desire. People of innovations in Aqidah are called the people of desires. Because they are just following their desires. As occurs in the ayah, وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ اِتَّبَعَ حَوَاهُ بِغَيْرِ هُدًا مِنْ اللَّهِ Same ayah with explanation. And who is more astray than one who follows his desires without guidance from Allah? Then Sheikh Fawzan finishes this section by saying, bringing the point, he's saying, بَلْ هُوَ تَصْدِيقُ بِآثَارِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِلَا كَيْفٍ وَلَا شَرْحٍ وَلَا يُقَالُ لِمَا وَلَا كَيْفٍ Rather, it is just a case of affirming the narrations from Allah's Messenger وسلم, without asking how and without explaining it away and without saying why is that and how can that be? Shaykh Bajan said meaning at taslim submission to the sayings of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, with regard to the asma and sifat with regard to the names and attributes of Allah and the matters of aqidah creed and belief just taslim submitting bila sharh without giving explanation without explaining away Shaykh Fawzan said explain this point because this is a point where people are innovations and Allah misuse this so we, we leave the attributes of Allah we leave it what's mentioned in the text we don't, with no explanation we don't understand anything from it we just, we just affirm the word and we don't understand it we don't explain the word we don't understand the word we just leave it so Shaykh Fawzan refutes that he said and they use the like of this this point here so Shaykh Fawzan said bila sharh literally without explaining Sheikh Fawzan said meaning without giving an explanation which is contrary to, it, to its correct meaning meaning without giving a false meaning without giving a new false meaning to it so Sheikh Fawzan said Bila Shaf without giving an explanation without explaining away said meaning not giving an explanation which is contrary to its correct meaning and it is an explanation which is contrary to what the text to what the texts indicate and this became widespread amongst the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila and the Ash'aris and that's what the that's what Al-Barbahari is refuting the, ex- the false ex- explanations and misinterpretations that they gave to the attributes that's what he's refuting here He's not saying that we don't give any meaning to the attributes, we don't understand any meaning from them. But he's refuting false meanings given by the like of these people, as the chef said, mm-hmm. which, became, which became widespread amongst the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila and the Ash'aris. Then Chef Fazan gives examples. He said, such as they're claiming that what is meant by Al-Yad, by Allah's hand, is Al-Qudra, ability. And what is meant, they say, by Al-Wajh, by Allah's face, is that is his self and that what is meant by al-istiwa was ascending is al-istila his overcoming Shaykh said this is a sharh and batil false and futile explanation this is not the meaning of these texts I mean these false interpretations false explanations are not the meaning of the text so he's saying bila sharh 
without any ex- without explanation meaning without any false explanation as for explaining them with the meaning of making clear explaining <laughs> their correct meaning then this is true this is true 